Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for joining us on the Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode two, Yarn Tragedies and Caddy Stitches. So Sarah, uh, what's happening? What's new since we talked last week? (laughs) Um, Well, what's happening at the moment is I had to delete yeah to get on the podcast um i know i i didn't know if we should lead like brought to you by technical difficulties i don't know i'm not sure i don't know i just not you would think i'm only 33 like i'm not out of touch with technology i don't think but i'm having a really hard time (laughs) with my phone i mean your love of yarn and Michael Bolton might indicate <laughs> otherwise on your true age. <laughs> I'm an old soul, maybe. There you go. Um, but new from last week, as far as crocheting goes, I'm still working on that uh, same mint and teal blanket um, that I was working on last week in the week before that and quite frankly the week before that <laughs> <laughs> okay but you haven't been lurking, working on it that long since you last ripped it out and had to start completely anew That's give true. yourself credit uh, you might have been working on it for a few weeks but how many times out of those few weeks did you literally rip it back to a skein of yarn and start over a lot <laughs> a lot <laughs> um and I've been trying to work other projects and um simultaneously with it so that I'm not getting frustrated with just one project oh hey little baby I'm sorry that's that's Vegas so that's all that's a part of my life (laughs) welcome to the real world uh Liza is my chihuahua she is not nearly as uh boisterous about the podcast here as your sweet babies are (laughs) She's just angry that I am bothering her while she tries to sleep. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And the house gets quiet after Eric leaves for work and Lucas is in bed for school tomorrow. Ethan's in his room playing video games or I'm or on the computer or something. Um, but it's just complete chaos when the house goes quiet. It's um like Vegas, one of our German shepherds, she just can't stand the sound of silence <laughs> for any reason she just wants to wreak oh, havoc oh man yeah well i uh since last week i was working on uh a headband in this mm-hmm. really pretty sugar yeah. and cream yarn and it too got ripped all the way out because i am not as skilled as you are in your craft uh folks listening i've only been knitting for uh since the start of football season, we'll say for my son last year, so September-ish, um, I know about three whole stitches, but I don't know enough to read my work yet. So as I was working on this headband, I might have been talking too much and not paid attention to what row I picked up on, which should have been a pearl. And instead I knitted back to back and therefore it made this weird striping so I tried to get past it and just keep going and pretend that the stripe was meant to be there. But then I dropped some stitches and there was a hole and I am not good enough to like frog it all the way back and know where to start. So that also got depleted all the way back out to a skein of yarn because it was awful. And 
I don't know, maybe some of our listeners can teach me how to, in, in knitting, they call it tinking. You can tink backwards, um, which oh. is basically like knitting knitting backwards and casting it back onto the other needle. But again, I don't know how to do that. So I ripped it all the way back out and I put that yarn in timeout. Was it me? Was I the distraction? It wasn't. Um, to be honest, it might have been impractical <laughs> jokes. Try not to uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just I have I was doing really good. So my process was a stockinette stitch. You purl a row and then you knit a row and then you just the whole time purl knit purl knit. So what I was doing because I hate purling. It's backwards kind of to me and it makes my hands go numb. Quite frankly, so. I would always start on my purl row and end on the knitting row since I like knitting more to where I knew if ever I picked up, I needed to start again with a purl if it was the next day or what have you. But I set it down for just a second and like I said, completely got distracted, forgot where I was and well, that was all she wrote. So we'll post pictures on our Instagram so you can see some of our recent yarn tragedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've got probably, well, yeah, I've got some too. <laughs> I, I ripped that out quite a bit yesterday. And then I was giving a go at circular needles for the first time um, yesterday. And I must have watched this video on Pinterest, I don't, 20 times during the Super Bowl as we were watching in the background here. And had to just keep pausing it and taking it back and pausing it and taking it back because it's, there's this method called the magic loop. And I would be interested to see who uses that in real life because after about 32,000 tries, gave up on that and I just straight knitted in the round. So I like how fast circular needles work up, but the ones, I only have one set and they're pretty large and in charge and I don't know, too big for my hands, I guess, because my hands just kept going numb. So I need to get a better set of circulars. Maybe someone can recommend something to me that's good. But I do like yeah, them. Yeah, and they could email that over to us too. Um, any pictures or links? Oh, yes. Good call. For... Needles, hooks, and Needles. dirty looks at gmail.com is our email. Everything is spelled all the way out there. Unlike our Twitter and our Instagram, which happens to be Needles Hooks DL, as I'm giving them the side eye because mm-hmm. we can't have lengthy handles there, apparently. Um, when I was writing the bio on Instagram for us, I was getting perturbed also because it wouldn't let me use as many characters oh. as I wanted. Yeah, I'm not good at any characters. I feel like there's knitting. a lot to say about us. Um, <laughs> That's why what, 50 characters? Yeah. It doesn't cover. I, I'm kind of a novel writer. That's why I don't like Twitter. Like, you you know, 100 and however many characters it used to be that you were confined to there. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Um, But speaking of social media, let's talk about something I have been encountering over the past two weeks. I've joined a couple of Facebook knitting groups to try to maybe help me when I have tragedies. Like picking up the wrong woe that maybe some of these ladies that have been doing it a while can help me work that back. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. There are a lot of catty bitches in these Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. There are. 100%. And I, there's two different kinds, I feel like. There are the ones who 
post their opinion when you don't ask for it. Mm. Um, and it's always a shitty response or opinion. And then there are the ones that ask for opinions, but then when you give them the opinion, then they turn off the comments because the opinion that you <laughs> gave or a group of people gave was not the opinion they were looking for. Yeah, so I joined one group accidentally that's in the UK, and I mean, they're okay, they're not, like, hateful, but it's supposedly a group for beginners, and I mean, they're knitting, like, here's this king-size comforter that I knitted with 27 different colors of yarn, (laughs) Um, and I'm just not sure, like, I... I'm lucky if I can get a four by four swatch of a knit stitch going, let alone anything fancy like that. But another group, I, I like the UK group. They call everything wool. Everything's wool. Where did you get your wool? That's not the right accent. I don't know what accent that was. But um, <laughs> but this other group I joined is just called Knitting. So anybody that's on Facebook can go look this group up and, and enjoy the show, I suppose. But this lady put up a picture of her color work that she is doing which to me looked pretty fancy i mean there are a lot of dangling yarn tails that scare me personally because i'm just too new to know about all of that life but it looked really cool and i kid you not the first comment was i am new to knitting and i don't know how to do color work however i am certain this is not how it's done what <laughs> Oh, okay. And if I feel like she's going to have a lot to learn because I don't know about knitting per se, but crochet, when you are doing, for instance, a graphkin, you do have, every time you change colors, pretty much you have to essentially cut off that uh, stitch to cast on another one and then at the very end what you do is you weave the ends weave in the ends is what they call it and you might have 10,000 ends that you're weaving in to the point where I've seen people paying other people to wait to weave in the ends for them because it is that much of a son of a bitch to weave in the ends like when you weave them in because I I see people talking about weaving in the tails on knitting too Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be honest, the first project I ever made might have been a scarf for my best friend named Sarah. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and there is definitely a tiny knot at the end because I wasn't aware of this whole weaving in the tails or whatever. So I just tied that bitch off and called it a day. I feel like that's a quality uh, uniqueness of my work. It's not done properly. It's just tied up and moved on. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. Now this knitting in the round that I did... On the umpteenth video I watched on Pinterest, something I found interesting was they knitted the tail into the work. So I tried to do that. I still had a little bit of a tail to tuck through, but I liked that because I didn't feel as worried about my work like falling apart. Again, I'm so new that I just don't want anybody to put this headband on and they didn't order a skein of yarn. They ordered a headband, so... I don't want it disintegrating when they try to stretch it out a little bit. So I liked that technique, but I'm going to check out this weaving in the ends. Yeah, it's daunting, I feel like. And that's why I don't make a whole lot of stuff where I have to change the colors unless somebody particularly wants it that way for that reason. Because I feel like that 
having weave in the ends is a separate charge all of itself <laughs> that I'm going to be tacking on to whatever it is that you're ordering that and black yarn oh both are the devil weaving it in some black yarn uh is the path to hell lined with black yarn as well as excel spreadsheets oh i'm sure it is (laughs) because i know that we can fully agree (laughs) uh, a bit off subject but the path to hell is also lined with excel spreadsheets (laughs) yes i do like when i picture hell it is wallpaper in it with excel spreadsheets pivot tables everywhere (laughs) out of control um so okay we're gonna change gears a bit i've been thinking about something and i feel like we need to put it out here to the public and speak it into existence because i feel like that's a thing do you feel like that's a thing do you feel like we can manifest something yeah okay well we're gonna do it we're gonna make it happen so i know that you are aware and one and only vanna white has her own yarn which is really cool. It's good quality yarn. It works up well. Uh, she's an avid crocheter, so a little more your alley than mine. But I doing some reading up on her. And I was not aware that she has donated more than a million dollars of her yarn proceeds to St. Jude's. Yeah. So I feel like... Down the road, we might want to have a celebrity guest on our podcast. And I feel like we need to speak it into existence. We are going to put this into the universe that we are going to have Vanna White as a celebrity guest. Yeah. And I I mean, I don't really know how to get a hold of her, but I'm sure a Google search or two might. Yeah, okay. I mean, I feel like we don't know right how to direction. get a hold of her, but let's be honest. Give me anybody's name and I can Facebook to find their last seven vacations and who they went with and tell you all their family members. I mean, sometimes it's a deep rabbit hole you get down. So I feel like we could find a contact, uh, somebody. And, I mean, I love Vanna White personally, but I don't know that she is... She's not a Kim Kardashian per se to where I feel like we would have to fight Buku dollars to get get her to visit our podcast maybe and talk with us about yarn and all things crochet and knitting mm-hmm. um oh newsflash so here in ohio where we are at it is snowing and we are under a level one snow emergency oh so, already yeah that was quick because uh, when yeah. i took the kids to bed it wasn't even snowing yet but for our listeners that might not be here in ohio where we are uh, it is bitter cold here, and uh, we have snow level warnings one, two, and three. Three being the worst, we are now a level one. So, wherever you are, I hope that it is warm and sunshiny, and you can tell us all about it on our social media or email so we can live vicariously through you while we freeze to death here working up our yarn. Yes, I was teasing my sister. Um yesterday because her birthday is mid-February and every year on her birthday it is one extreme or the other it is never um the a happy medium it is either like a level three snow emergency or it is 65 degrees (laughs) but it is never like which is true because we've had tornadoes in February so it's like Mm -hmm. you know blizzard tornado 
what have you it's fine yeah it's all fine we went one year um I took her out to lunch and this was just a few years ago but I took her out to lunch and then after that we went to her friend's house and went shooting um in their like back 40 basically of their land and I remember being in a t-shirt and jeans and that was it and felt perfectly comfortable like it was just a super warm day and then but I think the year before that it was a level three and we were going to go out to dinner for her birthday me her and my mom and we had to reschedule because the roads were just not drivable so we tease her every year because we're like what's it going to be this year is it going to be unseasonably warm tropical weather outside or are we going to be snowed in for the next I mean if she could arrange that tropical weather I wouldn't be sad but I wouldn't either did not yeah. see his shadow, so I yeah. don't care what Pucks Tony Phil said because, quite frankly, I watched it and they said he saw his shadow. And even Al Roker, I'm going to call out Al Roker here of the Today Show, mm-hmm. uh, said there's no way in hell that thing saw his shadow because they were having a snowstorm, so there was no <laughs> no sunshine, no shadows to be had. Fake news. It is hashtag fake news, but. <laughs> Buckeye Chuck did not see his shadow, so we'll call that real news. Well, I, mean, I believe same, a Buckeye. It was the same day, right, when I told you that I saw the robin yes. outside in the tree across the street. And, man, I stalked that robin for probably a good 45 minutes trying to get a picture of it. Have you seen it since? No, but I haven't really been looking, though, either. Well, um, we're but clinging I'm on to all signs of try. life here, so I'm going to need you to scope that bird out. I know. I need to go in the backyard, too, and see if my crocuses are coming up yet, because they typically come up. Gosh, I think last year they came crocuses. I think uh, for year... a second, I thought you said carcasses, and I was not sure where <laughs> we were headed. <laughs> Wanted to see if my carcasses came up yet, and I just thought maybe you had buried something in the backyard <laughs> that you were about to reveal to the world. We just had so much rain and snow. They're just flooding up from the ground. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> My favorite are when the daffodils come up because then I know yep. we are truly around the corner and spring is coming. Those are my favorite flowers are daff- daffodils. They're my all-time favorite. They're um, so short-lived, though. It makes yeah. me sad. Same with tulips. They I are. love tulips. They're pretty for about a day and then they're dead. Yeah. I like the, the daffodils. They come back more and more every year, too. Like, I don't have to replant them, and they always come back in bigger plants. We've got some really pretty flowers, and I don't know what they are. Um, they come up every year also, and normally my husband mows them down because it is a little more convenient on the riding mower just to roll right over those things than have to jig jaw around them, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know what they are. And last year, they came up twice. Like, they were up, they were gone, they were dead. And then once the flowers die off, like, they're just kind of green and weird looking. I see why they get mowed over. But they came back up again, like, full force. Flowers everywhere. So I don't know what those are, but I don't know. We'll have a we'll have to have some episodes about our upcoming gardening adventures that we're going to try to get into here, too. Aside yeah. from yarn, we're just taking on... Uh, well, I and I ordered a bunch of pastel yarns um, not too long ago, like Easter colors. And I remember I sent you a picture of it, like the pink yes. and mint and like sky blue and stuff, because I'm just really 
ready for spring. <laughs> and I just wanted something bright and cheery. Now that blanket that you sent that pattern for, and you can you can post a picture of it or whatever too so that everybody can see, but do you make each of those squares individually or do you change the colors and just make it all as one? Like how does how does that work? No, you have to make them all individually and then sew them together. Oh, okay. Um, well, you have to block and sew them. Blocking is, is not. I hear a lot either. about blocking and knitting. Yes. Is that the, do you do it with water? Yes. Okay. Um, with water. So you do that in eggs. crochet too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing about blocking is every time you wash it, you have to re-block. And now, okay, so like blocking on a project like that, but if you're making like a scarf. Is it really, is it No, I, I've never blocked a scarf. Only pieces I have to sew together. So, like, if it's a granny square um, or something like that, I will block it. Oh, so the, I think it's called a garter stitch. Again, folks, I'm not an expert. But again, the whole knitting one row, purling one row thing I was talking about a while back that I really screwed up. Um it curls up really bad on the one side. Like it's, I guess that's why they use it for socks because it, it's just automatically a whatever. But as I was going with my headband, it's, it's weird because it, it curls, it's, it just curls itself up. So that's something I guess I would probably try to block maybe to keep it to, from doing that. I don't know. I don't know if that would prevent that or not. I really do want you to make me a pair of socks sometime. There's these ladies in these knitting groups. And again, I'm using heavy uh, on the air quotes beginner knitting groups. These ladies use the circular needles, which are handy, but they knit both socks at the same time. Oh. On the same set. So they've got essentially like half of one sock on half of the circular and the other on the other, which is fine. But then further up the needle is another half and another half. So they work them all. I mean, that would be, you get a pair done at a time, but I, yeah, whew, I can't even hardly switch up the stitches, let alone try to have two projects on the needles at once. I don't know. Maybe that can be like a five-year goal down the road or something. Yeah, I think you'll get it sooner than five years, though. Yeah, my goal right now, I actually just busted out some straight up Dollar Tree yarn. Shout out to the Dollar Trees that carry yarn. Yeah. Because it's premier brand. Um and it's a dollar, so mm-hmm. you can't go wrong. But I picked this one. It says it is brown, color number 1166-01. To me it's I don't I don't know that I would go with brown. It's kind of like a brownish grayish. But I'm going to try to do some color work because with knitting or at least Everybody says with knitting that I've read on Pinterest and in these hashtag beginner groups um, that you just like you don't have to do anything fancy when I'm ready to change colors. I should just be able to pick up my next yarn and use it as my working yarn, my next color. So I've got this brownish grayish going and then I think I'm going to, I don't know, maybe come in with some blue or try to, I don't know, it's going to be the first time I'm mixing colored yarn and. I don't really know how to go, but we're about to find out. Well, yeah, and all you can do is give it a go and see what happens. And if it's not what you like, we just keep trying. Yeah, yeah so. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh, I was just going to ask, what's your goal to get this blanket done? <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I really want to have it done by, I want to say by next weekend, not this weekend, but the following weekend. But I still have three and a half skeins of yarn to go, which is almost half because it's an eight skein blanket. But it's going to be big. Are you going to keep it or sell it? What's your sell plan? Sell it. I can't keep everything that I make. I get attached to everything that I make, though, which is my problem. And then I do want to keep everything. Yeah, I could see that because, like, so much time and effort is poured into it that I don't know. I need to get, I wish I was faster, though, because I like that. Like I posted something I made and someone was like, hey, are you going to sell those? Can I get one of those? And I about died because, first of all, I don't really know what I'm doing. But I also, my husband was like, well, did you ask her if she might want that in six months when you'll have it done? (laughs) So I do do need to work on my speed a little bit. I'm definitely in no position of selling anything here yet. The only thing Uh, that I really don't get attached to is the things that people order specifically for themselves and specific colors and that kind of thing because let's talk about special orders because I know that you had some extra special orders what was that a month or two ago what I'm sending you a telepathic thought and I'm going to see if you receive it um are you talking about the 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 yes i am (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah well yeah i mean it was at least around christmas time because i had a christmas tree up so i I guess that doesn't really make anything because i put it up like right after probably sarah is crafty and if you challenge her she will see to it she was challenged with making an anatomically no that's not a word Uh, anatomically is that, is that yep, what you're trying that's to what say? I was going okay. for. Sure was. I, I had it in my head right, but it sure okay. didn't come out right. Uh, correct. Uh, genitalia. And then once she, when she made one penis, everybody wanted one. It was a thing. <laughs> like it, was a, it was a hot yeah, commodity was... and very, make them in varying colors. Oh, and I didn't expect that. It's quite the gag gift. I didn't either, actually, but it did make me giggle. Um, well, yeah, because I it was before Christmas because I remember people asking if I could have it done by Christmas, and I was like, I gotta be honest with you, I did not expect to get so many orders, so I don't know, I'll give it a try. And I did have all of them that were ordered out by Christmas, but it was tight. It was, it was a well, lot especially of because I might have thrown a wrench in and said, "Hey, can you without a pattern also make me a llama?" <laughs> oh, I forgot about the llama before hat. Christmas. <laughs> Which turned out amazing, by the way. Oh, um, as did your camel hat for Hump Day. Oh, I mean, you've had quite some some crafty creations. Yeah, there there are some off the wall requests that I get, and I love when people send me in messenger different crochet stuff that they see not even necessarily that they want it but just that they see it and they send it my way it lets me know that they're you know thinking about me and appreciate what I do 
So what's the most off the wall thing you've ever been requested? I mean, oh, I would think it had to be the penis, but maybe not. Yeah, no, I think that that's probably. I mean, of yeah, I think that that's probably it. Now I get, like, I get different like penis patterns and links and stuff sent to me all the time, like crochet wise. I'm not saying people are sending me like dick pics through my Facebook <laughs> messenger. Good, that's good to know. Thanks for clearing that up. I didn't want it to sound like that, but um, <laughs> no, um, they do send me different like penis crochet patterns and just other different gag stuff but I would say that was probably the first time that anybody ever asked me to actually make one and then it turned into several after that several orders after that but um no I I mean a lot of times I get a lot of people that send me the things that are viral at the moment on my Facebook messenger like when the messy bun hats were first a thing I mean, I must have probably got about 10 or 15 of those a day in my messenger for a while. But, and then I did start making them and, you know, they sold and every year. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that, but that was pretty Um, clever. The whole uh, hair tie. um, As far as I know, her name is Pamela Grice and she is um, actually on my Facebook and she, for anybody that's interested, has a group called Crochet Panure, which I'm also a member of, and it just teaches you how to market your crochet stuff. Um, but she, oh, very yeah, cool. she, as far as I know, um, was the original Messy Bun hat, and she blew up with it from there. And then now that's like marketing crochet stuff is what she does full time. Well, hey, that's uh-huh. sweet. Maybe one day. We can have hopes and dreams of doing knitting and crochet stuff for our livelihood. Yeah, and every year there's uh-huh. a different fad, and it's just hard to ke- keep up on what it is or what it's going to be for that year. Like last year, uh, and into this year, I guess, too, was the pocket shawls. Those are huge. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, which I'm not going to lie, I thing. love those pocket shawls. I'm about to make myself one two from a different pattern that I saw on Etsy um yesterday just because it just looks so like warm and cozy and I just think I like the one that I saw I like but every time one of them comes out and kind of goes viral then everybody and their brother that writes patterns is doing different variations of it so whatever the viral thing is at the time give it a couple days because there'll be a bunch more to choose from after that. But Patterns are a thing I also hope to get more in the future once I get the hang of things. But I've looked at a couple where I'm like, all right, that's a little baby hat. It doesn't look like it's anything extravagant. I could probably make that. I've got two nephews on the way. And then we've got a sister friend, coworker with a niece on the way. So I can figure like I could get my baby hat on, but then I look at these patterns and it's like P two K two Y O S O T. Like there's all these like you've got to have like a secret code. Like I feel like Ralphie, and I need my Oval Team decoder. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It's like a whole other language. You really do have to to know. Um. 
because all the letters stand for something. And then I, I know for crochet, I'm sure knit probably has the same thing, but also every stitch also has a coordinating symbol to it also. So if, Oh, like a shorthand for patterns? Um, yeah, kind of like a are chart. You, are you kidding me? Patterns are hard enough to read. I can't learn a <sighs> symbols. I see too. some where it's, and I'm not like much of a chart reader. I like reading patterns, but like my eyesight is just not good enough to be looking at charts unless I've got you know maybe a magnifying glass or something. But because they're just they're very very small um symbols but yeah all the stitches will have their own symbol to them also so if you're not a pattern reader or you don't like to read patterns you can also a lot of times get it in a chart where you can see what it's supposed to look like but everything is broken down into symbols and i'm just that's not that's not my gig <laughs> i don't really like the i struggle enough looking at on the yarn packages, you know, it gives you, like, the the size, which, okay, we've talked about our dirty looks going to the catty bitches of Facebook groups. But also, I would like to give a special side eye to these people that give the ratings to the yarn as to what weight it supposedly is. Because, for example, this Premier yarn specifically says chunky on the front, size 5, bulky. And the lie detector has determined that that yeah. was a lie. It, I mean, I'm using, I think, a four and a half millimeter. Is that what this is? Size nine. And that is, oh, my eyes are bad. That is a 4.25 millimeter needle. And that's supposed to be chunky yarn. That's not chunky right. yarn. So I don't know. I would like some consistency there because reading the little pattern there that tells you, like, you know, what a five, what is this, a 10 by 10 centimeter, a four by four square should equivalent to with these guys recommended use six and a half millimeter needles. There's no way there, it would have been all spacey because yeah. this yarn is not a size five bulky like yeah. they claim to be. So for you, this would claim that you would need a size six millimeter hook or a J10. Hmm. Uh, but I've got these tiny little needles in it. I mean, it's working up okay. It's it's okay that way, but it's definitely not anything I would call bulky or yeah. chunky. Yeah, there's not a lot of consistency from brand to brand. I don't think, but not even so much brand to brand, but even within the brand, sometimes you'll have the same brand, but different... Um, different styles um mm. or different names and they vary but they're not it's hard for me to describe without name dropping and i don't want to put anybody on blast like any brand specifically but well maybe maybe when we have vanna white as a future guest on our podcast universe uh, maybe she could talk to us about why she chose the type of yarn that she did for yeah. her brand. Yeah, and I love Lion Brand yarn. I really do. Like, it's it's really good to work with. It's economical. It's, um, oh, and you know what's funny is, I don't know what made me think of this. Maybe just because, like, the brand name, but 
how many people can we talk about the kind of material that a lot of yarn is made out of such as cotton and acrylic and I mean there is some that's wool and alpaca yarn and that kind of stuff but I mean some people and dog hair (laughs) (laughs) maybe um not for not any that I use I assure you um no but it's just and also talking about these catty bitches so somebody on one of the um crochet groups that I belong to took a screenshot of something that she made and was selling I want to say maybe on Etsy or one of those pages but she got some message on there where somebody was asking um about uh whether the yarn was obtained cruelty free from the sheep or if it's something along that line Ugh. and she was like I can assure you there were no acrylic sheep hurt obtaining <laughs> this yarn or whatever. Oh, but no. I was like, does everybody have to have a soapbox to be on? Like, my goodness. There, there was a girl I saw posting in, I think it was the knitting group. That, yeah, I think it was the new knitting group. But anyhow, she posted in there and it was similar. Where do you buy your cruelty-free, dye-free, I don't even know, (laughs) guilt-free, billionaire-free yarn from, preferably sourced here, preferably from a co-op. And I was like, girl, Google is your friend. I mean, I, and not that I have anything against, be cruelty-free. That's that's great. Do your thing. Be you. But, again, an acrylic sheep, I mean, I mean, everybody's. I just can't. Got their I can't. Thing, you know what I mean. Everybody's got their shtick, I guess, and all that. But I mean, to me, what's more cruel though than you just gonna go ahead and let that sheep be walking around with all that weight of wool on it that could easily be sheared? But rather, you're gonna let it go around being a matted mess. Like, you know what I mean? I just Yes, that'd be like, okay, think about your kid. And I know your kid's not a sheep, but you want to get your kid a haircut or are you going to let their hair just be matted and scratched? I feel like we need to put a disclaimer on here, too, and just let everybody know that we're not here to protect anyone's feelings also. So <laughs> if, I do feel like that's a if, beep, beep, If you're offended beep, by anything that we say, this is, this is your not, notice uh, for you because we are rather offensive and don't care <laughs> at all. Well, and quite frankly, again, those of you that might be listening that know us in real life, this is exactly who we are in real life. So, like us or not, we yeah. really love us. So, hey, there's that. Um, so, I don't know. We'll have to think about maybe listeners. Let us know what you want to hear next week. We're going to be hopefully not talking about all of our sad yarn losses that we've had to rip out or throw away. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. <sighs> Last week, I started working mm-hmm. in the rounds. I tried to start making a hat. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but when I took it off of the needles, it was like the size of a hula hoop. <laughs> I completely forgot to tell you that. Um, 
I literally don't know. And my seven-year-old was like, mommy, what (laughs) happened? What did you do? Like, she called me right out as soon as she saw it. But I was like, oh, this is okay. Well, this might be a big hat. This kind of seems like a lot of stitches here. And I don't, (sighs) we could have as a family unit fit inside (laughs) the brim of that thing. So that also got scrapped. I forgot to, yeah, that also was a tragedy this week. But hey, if nothing else, it gave me extra practice. So next week, let's maybe talk about how we are rocking our current projects and we had to rip nothing out and Vanna White's team reached out to us and they can't wait to be a <laughs> right, part if of anybody knows so... White, let her know we are looking for her agent to get a hold of her <laughs> right right stat all right well tune in next week maybe we'll have some developments maybe vanna white could email us at needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com if she would like to get a hold of us but otherwise i don't know i hope everybody has a great week and i hope that you don't give up in your yarn projects yeah and i will have some more pictures posted on our instagram also this week sweet okay well find us there uh instagram is needles hooks dl um so yeah that's i guess that's it for this week you guys have listened to us babble enough i'm going to try to tackle some more of this yarn that's laying here in front of me and we will be back next week. So uh, hope you tune in then. We'll Bye. talk to you.